Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat Survival Magazine. And I have a real treat for you in this week's podcast because I'm joined by legendary firearms expert Masad Ayub to talk about one of the most feared defense scenarios you could ever be faced with, home invasions. Mass is a real treasure trove of secrets in this area. And we really dig deep into the most critical skills and tactics that you need for you and your family to survive. You're probably going to want to listen to this one twice. Yeah, it's that good. So let's not waste any more time. Hunker down, listen in, and let's talk tactics. If bullets were flying, your adrenaline surging, would you hit your target? If the world as you know it crumbled tomorrow, collapsed into chaos, would you know how to survive? If you and those you loved were cornered by a gang, violently attacked, could you protect them? Could you protect them? Could you protect them? Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Home invasions are unlike any other crime. While burglars are looking for a quick entry while you're not at home and an exit with as much loot as possible, home invaders often attack while you and your family are in your house. Now, their motives can be much more than just a few extra dollars, as the thrill and the power they thrive on puts you and your loved ones at their mercy. Murder, rape, and torture are not unheard of, and home invaders have been known to occupy a home for days at a time, terrorizing the family that they control. Your best chance for survival is to take advantage of those first 30 seconds of violent chaos before the home invaders have the opportunity to take control over you. And the practical defense tactics that you'll need to fight back fast are exactly what we're here to discuss. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival Magazine, with another survival podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and patriot. And joining us today is legendary firearms and tactics expert, Masad Ayoub. Maz, welcome to the program. Good to be here, Jeff. Mr. Ayoub has been handgun editor of Guns Magazine and law enforcement editor of American Handgunner since the 1970s, and he's published thousands of articles in gun magazines, martial arts publications, and law enforcement journals. He's the author of more than a dozen books on firearms, self-defense-related topics. Mass has received judicial recognition as an expert witness for the courts in weapons and shooting cases since 1979, has been a fully sworn and empowered part-time police officer for 36 years. He's founded the Lethal Force Institute in 1981 and served as its director until 2009, and now trains through his agency, the Mossad AU Group. You can learn more about Mossad and check out his training schedule at his website at www.mossadayubgroup.com. Now, Mossad, obviously the best way to defeat a home invasion is to prevent one from happening in the first place. If your observations and real case studies that you've gone over, what have you found to be maybe like the three biggest mistakes that most citizens make when it comes to preventing a home invasion? For one thing, the lack of good locks and alarms, uh, something that will slow down the of forcible entry and give you reactionary gap, time to react and take the initiative. Second, letting people know that you have a gun collection, bragging about your expensive coin collection, things of that nature. Uh, when there are sharks in the water, you don't want to be putting blood in the water to attract them. Third, the biggest tactical mistake that I see repeated in home invasions is opening the door to a stranger. 
was young, only millionaires could afford an intercom at the door. Today, it's, it's almost cheaper than dirt. Only millionaires used to be able to afford closed-circuit TV. So without opening the door, you can see who's on the steps, who's on the porch, uh, is the wolf at the door. The, the opening of the door will lead to what New York cops called a push-in robbery. As you open the door, even if it's got a chain on it, they hit it full power with the shoulders, they're through the door, they're right on top of you, and you've simply got no reactionary gap. It's a particular concern for those of your listeners who might and, and viewers who might have members of the family who just don't share their self-defense awareness and figure the world is full of moonbeams and butterflies and no one would ever hurt them. If you have the closed circuit TV or at least the intercom there, those people are much less likely to make that terrible mistake of letting the wolf in the door. Good point. Mass, as a gun owner, I've heard advice on where to keep my firearm, everywhere from a drawer next to the door to in the uh, coat closet next to the door, and even hidden in my favorite TV chair so that if I'm ever attacked, I can get to it really quickly when I'm sitting down watching reruns of The Simpsons. So where do you advise as the best place to keep a firearm to react quickly during a home invasion ambush, and why is this the best place? Jeff, what I've found over the years is that the best place is on your person, wherever you are, from from bathroom to stepladder changing a light bulb, it's instantly available. And when it's on your person, it is simultaneously secured from unauthorized hands. It's not in that drawer, near quick access drawer near the front door when we're a burglar who broke in when you weren't there is going to find it in a few moments after his entry. It's not where a child's curious fingers can find it. One thing I've found over the years, talking with a great many police officers who have responded to particularly tragic, bloody, homicidal home invasions, it happens so fast. You're not going to be able to run across the house to the bedroom. You're not going to have time to punch the code on the lockbox. You're not going to have time to run back to that easy chair in the living room when the attack comes as you're bringing the the empty trash can back into the kitchen. The cops who've investigated that, I've found to a man, got into the habit of when they left work and came home, they left a gun on their person, either a small backup gun in their pocket or an ankle holster, or just left their service pistol on and an off-duty holster on the hip. They wouldn't take it off until they went to bed, and then they'd put it where they could reach it from the bed. And when they got up the next morning, they'd put the gun back on. That guarantees you're at war, still only a couple of seconds away from the gun when you need it, because these things happen so fast that maybe all the time that you have. Great, great. Now, we're talking with Masad Ayub of MasadAyubGroup.com about home invasion tactics. We'll be back with some more tips for you in just a minute, but first, check out this message. What if everything you knew about how to stop a violent attacker with your gun was wrong? Discover the advanced tactics you must know now to protect yourself and those you love with a firearm. Check out our free book, Stopping Power Secrets. Inside, you'll find such no-hold-barred shockers as one, the three most common myths and misinformation shoveled out by movies and gun-range know-it-alls. 
that could get you killed in a real-life gunfight. Two, the cold, hard truth about your personal weapon's ability to be a one-shot man-stopper. Three, what coroners know about selecting the right ammo for your firearm that you don't. Four, and the simple training trick used by Abrams tank crews and commercial airline pilots that will prepare you for a real attack even better than your best day at the range. Don't place your family's safety in the hands of Hollywood fairy tales and hearsay. Claim your free copy of Stopping Power Secrets now, now. at www.stoppingpowersecrets.com. And now, back to the show. Okay, we're back with Masad Ayub of MasadAyubGroup.com talking about tactics that you can use to survive a home invasion. Now, Mass, when reacting to a home invasion, particularly with a firearm, it's of course advisable to seek out either concealment or cover so that you're better able to return fire tactically. What's the difference between cover and concealment, and what are some examples of good cover in your home? Well, cover is something that will stop a bullet fired at you. Concealment is something that hides you. And a lot of people get a little confused about that. Uh, they figure, well, if I duck behind a hollow core plywood door while the man is facing me, I may not have cover, but at least I have concealment. Actually, you don't have either, because if you see where you're gone, you are not concealed. They'll shoot through the door, and the medical examiner at autopsy will simply take some bits of plywood out of your body along with some chunks of lead. The, there's little hard cover to be found in the American home, so you have to be a little bit creative about it. Uh, heavily stacked file cabinets. Uh, the gun safe. Don't leave the gun safe in the rec room or someplace like that. It may violate taste standards, you know, for a good housekeeping magazine. But if you've got the gun safe in the bedroom, you've got a heavy solid wall of steel that you can step behind if you've got it set so it's edgeways to the, the portal of entry, the, the bedroom door. One thing I've been teaching my students for years, strategically placed, thickly packed bookshelves. Uh, each, each shelf, two volumes deep, packed solid from top to bottom. A uh, 45 slug uh, GI-230 grain hardball that would go through 26 to 30 inches of ballistic gelatin that replicates muscle tissue, will generally stop in six to eight inches of hard packed book material. It's a good idea to have those in different places, including in the kids' room. Uh, if you go to lockdown, if you shout the warning, kids, lock your bedroom door, there's someone in the house. I want something solid in there that my kid can hide behind if somebody starts shooting through that door. What I like to have is a heavily uh, stacked bookshelf right outside the door to the master bedroom. This lets me step out, scan the hallway, control lanes of access and egress at the point of my gun, and I've still got something that will stop anything the intruder is likely to throw at me. Mass, understanding uh, the difference between cover and concealment and understanding that cover can provide you some protection from harm while concealment simply masks your location. Are there any good examples of, let's say, good concealment in the home that can at least maybe offer you the element of surprise uh, where you're able to attack back, maybe if you're ambushed and you're not near good cover? Yeah, things things like locking yourself in the closet. Well, your, your presence is concealed, but the closet is always one place the burglars tend to go. They're, they're looking for mink coats, they're looking for jewelry boxes, all of that. And when they find you, basically you are trapped inside a little tiny box. 
that's been known to work for some people. Some months ago, a uh, young teenage girl called her, called her mom desperately. It was either the mom or the dad, uh, desperately on her cell phone and whispered, there's someone in the house I'm hiding in, in your bedroom closet. And the parent told them, get my Glock 40 out of my drawer, stay in the closet. If they, if they try to open that door, shoot. That's exactly what happened, and the young lady fired through the closet door, shot the intruder in the chest. He staggered out, and it saved her life. That's it for me personally. I'd rather not be bottled up in a closet. I'd like to be in a far corner of a dark room with an angle of view, a control of, of access and egress, to where even if the bad guy is smart and doing a quick peek around the corner, I'll see his arm, I'll see his shoulder before his head emerges far enough for his eyes to see me. And that would at least give me a fighting chance of taking him first. Remember, concealment hides you. The, the best way to use concealment is to use it to change your position and emerge from somewhere else unexpected if you're going to re-engage. Hmm. Mass, as a family man and a protector, one of my biggest concerns, and I think a, a concern for most people when it comes to reacting to a home invasion, is keeping everyone in the home safe. And one of the methods that we use is to have a safe room established in our home that we can retreat to. But getting there can be a challenge, especially if you're taken by surprise and, you know, some things go wrong. So what tips can you give me for gathering my family and getting them safely to our safe room in the event of a home invasion? What plan can I arm them with, especially if we're in separate parts of the house when somebody attacks? That's going to be hugely dependent on the layout of the house. Your, your home was designed for ambient living, not for defense. If you have a two-story home, as a general rule, the sleeping area, all the sleeping rooms will be on the second floor. And probably the fastest way to gain a secure controlling posture is for the alpha member of the team, if you will, whichever of the parents or the older children is, is most trained and most prepared to deal with this, to move to an interdiction point that puts them between where the bedrooms are with the, the little kids and the stairwell where the intruders would have to come up. That means that your gunfire is going to be going 180 degrees away from the people you're protecting, and that guarantees that they at least will not be in your line of fire. And however, it will be your responsibility to neutralize any opposing fire before those bullets can get past you toward them. Matt, thanks so much for taking some time to talk with us today about tactics anyone can use to fight back in a violent home invasion. Again, I really urge everyone to take advantage of the realistic training that Massad has available from his training organization. And check out his website for more information at MassadAyubGroup.com. And until our next survival broadcast, train hard, stay safe, prepare now. Been modern combat and survival. survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash modern combat and survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival.